This is a special breaking news episode of Talk Description to Me. In this uh, breaking news episode, we're going to be talking about climate and weather, which are very much uh, in the news. Um, we are definitely going to be talking more about the climate crisis, in particularly in one future episode, and of course it will keep coming up. But what's at the top of mind for many listeners is Hurricane Laura uh, today, and um, we've already got some some pretty shocking images already. And so, JJ, can we just dive in and, and talk about some of those that you've seen? So just as a, n- a note to listeners, we are recording this uh, Thursday just after noon on uh, Thursday, August the 27th. So uh, the Hurricane Laura made landfall uh, early this morning and the hurricane made landfall in uh, Louisiana. Uh, between like a Cameron, Louisiana, Lake Charles, Louisiana area. This is, it, it dropped down from a, hurric- a, a level five hurricane to a four, to a category four hurricane, just kind of at the last moment. But I mean, that drop down was insignificant compared to the size and scale of this event. 150 mile per hour winds. These are stronger winds than a Katrina. Um, I believe it's considered to be one of the top 10 strongest hurricanes to make landfall in the continental U.S. So yeah, we wanted to jump right in. Uh, We don't have a ton of research done uh, about this area and about hurricanes in general, but I I think uh, it's of some value to just kind of live describe as best we can uh, some of the events, some of the images, and some of what we're seeing. Should we maybe start with some of the satellite views? Because I know I was seeing on Twitter, even over the last few days, that NASA satellites and other satellites were tracking the storm. And so can we talk about some of those images as the hurricane was moving? Yeah, absolutely. So So the satellite views, and there are some incredible satellite images and some from the International Space Station um, and some satellite images that have been pumped up so that the colors look quite natural greens and blues and whites for clouds and some of the satellite images are more like the heat maps we spoke about earlier where the stronger the wind uh, the, the the closer to red in color and the weaker winds have green in color but they all have the same shape so you're looking at a section of uh, the continental U.S., uh, and you're looking at this weather pattern moving in toward the Gulf of Mexico. That's what all of these different satellite images have in common. Maybe it'll be helpful to uh, to uh, to talk about the shape of the Gulf of Mexico because this is in order to get a sense of how this uh, hurricane is moving in. It might help uh, to get a sense of the of the landmass. So yes, please. All right. Um, Okay, so let's imagine, uh, take your hand. We're going to take your left hand and make a C with your left hand. Yeah. So now curl your thumb and your finger a little bit closer together so that the gap between them, the gap between your thumb and the, the point of your index finger is about an inch and a half, right? Okay. That C shape, if you now turn it so that the opening is pointing to... Uh, say four o'clock on a on a on a clock face. Yeah, that is more or less the Gulf of Mexico. And that's the opening uh, to the Gulf of Mexico. What are the geographical points of my thumb and fingertip? What are those land parts? Okay, so your finger that's coming down, that's Florida, that's Florida coming down. And then your thumb that's curling up, that's the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. 
Okay. And so the inside of your thumb, so from like the, the tip of your thumb and around curving around the inside of your thumb, all the way up to about where your knuckle is, that is the Mexican coastline of the Gulf of Mexico. And okay. then from your knuckle on the inside of your index finger, as it comes down and around the tip of your finger, that's the U.S. coastline in the Gulf of Mexico. And that area is like Texas, Louisiana, a little bit of Mississippi and Alabama, and then most of your fingers, Florida. And then okay. it's worth noting that uh, Cuba is a little thin strip of land that's trying to like poke into that open space between your your thumb and your index finger. And I know that uh, Hispaniola, uh, Dominican Republic and Haiti were badly affected as well. Where would yeah. they fit on that on that hand diagram? Cuba, which is trying to, to kind of poke in in that gap between the Yucatan and Florida, between the thumb and the, and the index finger, uh, that, um, you know, you can imagine that finger poking in. And then there's the Dominican Republic, which is kind of right behind Cuba and Puerto Rico, which is behind the Dominican Republic. That's kind of like the line of, of islands that's trying to get in. Like they, are lo they look like they're waiting in line to get into the Gulf of Mexico. So sort of southeast? Exactly. Southeast. Okay, okay. And, and Haiti is in there, Jamaica, the Cayman Islands. There's a, the whole string of islands that then comes down. Uh, okay. and, and they're all, they really do look a little bit like they're lined up waiting to get in. So because of uh, the global weather patterns and temperature variations on the east coast of uh, North America and South and Central America, the hurricanes develop along the coast and they do often end up going into the Gulf of Mexico. And satellite images will track those as they're coming in. And, and, and what we saw with Hurricane Laura, the size of this hurricane, it actually takes up, if you've still got your hand in that sea pattern, it, it fills the entire gulf. The images from overhead, the satellites are, are quite remarkable in that, that that swirling mass of cloud occupies the entire Gulf of Mexico when, when seen from a satellite. And the, in terms of the look of a hurricane, if you've got the, the satellite image that is um, most like that, that's, that's most photographic, and I'm not sure how these are digitally altered. Like I say, in some of them, the colors are quite clear greens uh, for land and brown for the land and uh, blues in the water. And then the clouds are white, but they look a little bit like a a pinwheel firecracker. Have you ever seen or, 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 or heard of a pinwheel firecracker? I've heard of it, but I don't actually know what it, what uh, it looks okay. like. Okay, a pinwheel firecracker is a firecracker that's it's round, and it's got all of the, uh, the, the backs of the firecracker, so where the sparks are going to come flying out. They're all around the outside, all kind of facing the same direction. And then there's a little hole right in the middle of the center disc where that, you know, that houses this firecracker. And what you do is you put a nail or something through the hole and you nail it to a tree. So it's kind of, it can spin freely around this, this nail in the center. And because all of the tails of the firecracker are facing the same direction, when you light them, they spin, it whips in circles. And what comes off of it are these long tails of sparks because it's 
they're all in the same direction and they're spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And that's what the hurricane looks like from a satellite image. You've got the round hole, the center of the storm that is open. It's clear and you can see the clear water right in the heart of it. And then right near the middle, it's, it's dense with cloud. But if you zoom in on the image, you can see swirling patterns within this dense cloud. And then as you get to the outer edges, you get these long tails of, of increasingly wispy cloud as it's as it spins and spins and and it really it does have a look that is very much like one of these uh one of these spinning firecrackers are these satellite images sufficiently common now that you would just look at one and know right away that it's a hurricane absolutely absolutely it's a very distinctive shape this this kind of pinwheel shape it's very distinctive and so uh, i think yeah any sighted person who is seeing this knows what it is and the scale of it is such that you can have a layman's understanding as it were of of the how big and how strong it's going to be you know oh boy that looks like a big one oh that, that that looks pretty reasonable there were two that were coming in together into the gulf of mexico it looked like at one point and that, those were quite terrifying images these a double hurricane coming into the gulf at the same time but yeah you can you can definitely tell uh with an untrained eye uh just just with a a basic weather channel understanding of these things for sure wow um can we move into images on the ground yeah absolutely so some video and and photographic uh um reporting has been done by uh you know by weather channels by news stations and also by people who are just living in this area and there are also storm chasers who are in there and people who seem to really put themselves in harm's way to uh, to send out these images and it's uh it's really quite something so um uh, again it made landfall in uh, uh just uh near Lake Charles, Louisiana. This is between New Orleans and Houston. Uh, This is where the the hurricane made landfall. And so a lot of the videos are coming from Lake Charles. I think it's the biggest city in the direct path of the hurricane. And I've seen videos of of a motorhome blowing over and tipping onto its side, like a a great big long motorhome, not like a small van, but a really long extended motorhome being blown straight over onto its side. I saw a, a video of a a mall like the tower sign uh, so the kind of a, a mall at the at the edge of the parking lot there'll be a great big sign where it's got uh, uh, an individual sign from each one of the stores that's in the mall so these are you know again a, a story or two tall and they're they're quite structurally sound they've got a they're holding up a lot of uh, electrical and uh, a, you know and signage infrastructure in this one big tall sign mm-hmm. and i saw one of those just being I mean, torn apart, really looks like invisible hands are coming through and ripping the sheets of metal off of the sides, shattering the glass and tearing out the, uh, the, the you know, the lighting and, and wiring on the inside, just absolutely being shredded. Um, of course, lots of videos of people, like the, the individuals who are just, you know, on their front porch or driving to get home in anticipation of the storms, you know, they're filming uh um, the side of the road where you can see smaller street signs whipping and blowing in the wind and the and maybe the you know the, the signs on top of the poles flying off and uh, you know the wind is so strong a couple of videos of uh, of trees being uprooted small 
like street trees in an urban setting that, that, that don't have particularly big root balls, they get they get pulled straight up and out of the ground with the root ball intact and they get blown over and then dragged along by the with the wind. So you've got this this tree with this dragging along this this dirty root ball down the street and then bigger trees that are older they tend to snap so uh, uh again seen several videos and lots of photographs of like half a tree or a major branch from a big tree that's come crashing down on a roof or on a car you know very very dramatic stuff I, I i got an image in front of me here which is a communication tower in lake charles and this is like a um like like a miniature version of basically the eiffel tower so this is a you know it's made of uh of, of bar and and pipe it's a metal tower uh, that's all welded together and the the base of the tower looks pretty much intact and the top of the tower is intact but it's dangling because something hit it in the middle or made it you know structurally unsound in the in the middle of this tower and it's come crumpling down and so the the the, the bar and pipe and and the, the, all of the metal that was holding it up has now been twisted it really looks like a like a twisted almost like a hairball all of these all of this metal has just been twisted and tangled together like a like in, in knots and then at the end of it is the top of the tower which looks still structurally sound that is kind of dangling from the end of this I saw some footage that news and weather organizations were putting out. Of course, a lot of the weather networks and whatnot, they'll put a reporter in the hurricane. Um, and I saw one, I think it was a, a weather network or weather channel reporter uh, wearing a, a, a blue raincoat, black hat pulled down low and trying to do a, a live report on the, the status of things uh, in Louisiana. And, um, and and the rain is is coming down so hard and the wind is coming down so hard um that that the reporter keeps having to duck and and kind of make uh, i'm not sure if it's a man or a woman but make themselves quite small to avoid being blown over cuz the wind oh. is coming so hard and it's right uh I think they had it set up so that the camera was under an overhang um, outside and then the reporter was like at the bottom of the steps, you know, kind of at the front of a, of a building. Mm -hmm. And uh, at some point during this report, suddenly a shower of glass rains down on the <gasps> reporter, just a oh. shower of glass because one of the windows blew out from the building above and this reporter comes charging inside, like runs toward the camera. Uh, and and you know, for a moment, the camera is just filming nothing but the glass now lying on the ground and the wind whipping around. And then off camera, you hear, we're fine, we're fine, we're <gasps> fine. And there's uh, the, the images of this one building in particular, the Capital One Tower in Lake Charles. This is a glass uh, skyscraper. I don't know how many stories. It's a it's a significant uh, you know office tower, and uh, someone posted a before and after picture. And in the before picture, it's a it's the glass looks like it's got a green tint to it. Very clean lines. Um, nothing but glass and grid frames. So no no cement or no brick in this building. All the oh, surface is dear. glass. Yeah, you can see where this one's going. And then the after picture. At least half of those windows are blown out. 
just gone. And I saw video of this happening as well. And as the wind was whipping in and it would tear these windows off, shatter them before they hit the ground, the, and then things from the office, papers and it getting sucked out into the hurricane and swirling around outside of the building. And meanwhile, all of this glass is just raining down on the parking lot uh, below. Really, really, really scary. One of the things about these videos where, where people are filming with their own cameras, either indoors or outdoors, is the sound of the wind. Um, I don't know if you've heard any of these videos, but the sound of the wind is extraordinary. 120, 150 mile an hour winds whipping by a building. It ends up sounding like a like a scream, like a siren that's wailing, high pitch, nonstop, just a scream. And so even if the, the video itself isn't of interest, I, I would recommend like checking out one of these videos that, that is filmed outside. Maybe we'll put some links in, a, in our associated media so that people can hear the sound of, these, of, of this wind. It's, it's really quite haunting. Oh, my goodness. Um, and the southeastern U.S. is not the only part of the world experiencing extreme weather at the moment. Uh, there's been some very devastating flooding in Pakistan and Afghanistan and uh, significant loss of life there as well. Can you talk yeah. about some of the images that you've seen around those those ish- areas? Yeah, some some really significant loss of life. I've got an article in front of me here uh, that was released uh, on Wednesday the 26th, and, and they're saying at least 160 dead and hundreds of homes destroyed in Afghanistan and Pakistan. So this is a um, seasonal uh, rainfall, seasonal flooding, mon- monsoon rains, um, but as you say with with the climate crisis these rains are getting more serious and uh it, it it seems to be getting worse and worse every year and so the the flooding that is happening in uh in parts of um Afghanistan and Pakistan are extraordinary and uh, and, and devastating so i've got some images that are in these articles um there's an image of uh, a man and a woman walking through a street uh with their arms linked and uh th- th- you know they're both hiking up their clothes with with one hand and, and holding hands with the other and the water is above their knees uh, uh on the street and you can see if you zoom in on the uh on the image it, this isn't this isn't pool water this isn't lake water this is filthy water there's garbage floating in in this water and it's just it's murky and it just looks so brown is another image here of um teenage boy who's sitting in a uh like a tuk-tuk i'm not sure what tuk-tuks are called in this part of the world but uh but a, like a a motorcycle taxi uh where you have a, a couple of seats in the back and the driver sits in the front inside the kind of half open um cab uh so there's a full windshield but the sides of the of the tuk-tuk are open so that people can can easily get in and out and the, the the tuk-tuk is kind of old and rusty and it's got uh you know it's painted orange and black and like a mint green with some patterns on it it's quite you know under different circumstances it would be quite a cheerful looking vehicle but it's uh it's completely flooded it's in the middle of a flood a flooded street and uh the water is 
completely covering the wheels uh and you know it's halfway up the open doors and going flooded all the way through the inside of this uh of this vehicle and the and the teenage boy is just kind of sitting inside trying to keep somewhat dry the the water as he sits in there is you know almost up to his knees and uh and then another image here of a a man with a couple of kids and uh and they've got a, a vegetable cart and uh two of the boys uh are are kind of looking up at the camera this is a photograph that's taken from above and a couple of the boys are looking up at the camera another one you know one of the boys is sitting on the edge of this vegetable cart and there's a a donkey uh pulling the cart and the water is almost up to the donkey's belly as uh, as they're pulling this wheeled cart through the streets and then of course there are images of um of the damage that these floods have done to residential areas where they've caused mudslides that have uh, so mud and rock that have poured down and covered up houses and uh, and buildings and you know some of these structures are they're fairly marginal they're these are structures that are built with a you know a a minimal amount of concrete and rebar and uh, uh, and they get completely encased in in mudslide and uh and so there are some images of people gathered around on top of these mud piles that have been uh where entrances have been carved in the mud so you can get to a door in the house um and people gathered around looking down there's one image of a of a group of people standing a group of men standing on top of one of these mud piles and uh you know a few people are are taking pictures a lot of people in tradi- traditional uh dress so uh long tunics and uh and vests and uh you know scarves either wrapped around their necks or in some cases wrapped around heads several men with big long beards and uh right in the middle of the image is a soldier in full fatigues with a a very large uh machine gun and uh you know a flak jacket and helmet it indicates that this is villagers gathering as rescuers search for bodies um following the heavy rainfall so these are some of the images that are coming out here so i think a real difference uh in terms of the number of deaths in this part of the world uh compared to uh the number of deaths so far which seem to be coming from hurricane laura um which are relatively small thankfully i think there was a uh, I think people were able to get out in time and people took it really seriously after uh, Katrina and had the resources uh, uh, to do so, whereas that's clearly has not been the case in uh, in Pakistan and, and Afghanistan. The climate crisis is something we'll be talking more about uh, in future episodes, but uh, on this sort of breaking news episode, we wanted to talk about what's going on today. So all of our deepest uh, hopes for people in all the affected areas to find uh, safety for themselves and their loved ones. You've been listening to a special breaking news episode of Talk Description to Me. If you'd like to support us, you can visit patreon.com slash talk description to me. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash talk description to me. Our email address is talk description to me at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at talk description. Our website is talk description to me.com and our Facebook page can be found at talk description to me.